This episode may contain content of a graphic nature. Listener discretion is advised. Hi, everybody, and welcome back. I'm Nikki. And I'm Mariah. Thanks for joining us on another episode of Body to Burial. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. We apologize that we missed last week. We just had a little editing snafu and you know how it goes. There's just mom life and podcast life and regular work life. And so we appreciate the patience, but we are glad to be back with you. And Nikki, I think we have a really interesting one that I kind of like had heard of, but almost didn't know if it was a real thing that people were doing or if it was kind of like, what do you call it? Like a urban myth or something. Okay. Was that what they're called? Yeah. You know? What? Yeah, that's urban legend or something. Urban legend. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So today we're talking to Kat and Kat does tattoos, but what makes her different is she offers to do tattoos with cremated ashes. Okay. Interesting. So yeah, that's, that's the journey we're going on today. And I think, again, it was one of those things that I didn't really know people were doing, but it is something people are doing and that you can do. And so Kat is going to walk us through the process of how that works, what it's like. And I think it'll be really interesting. And if you want to check out her Instagram, she has some beautiful photos and videos of her process and her tattoos. And her handle is steel, S-T-E-E-L underscore honey. Take a peek. So she puts it, I'm assuming, in the ink and not tattoos with cremated remains as like that's the ink, right? Yeah. So I would assume, again, I'm not a tattoo artist, but I assume that they just add it because you like you have tattoos. So you know how they like dip the little thing in the ink and then, you know, do the thing. So I'm assuming that the ashes are put into the ink. Okay. Interesting. Mm -hmm. I like yeah. this. I think that's a really nice personal touch in like to say connected to your person. It's probably really taboo. I don't know. I would think, right? No? I mean, I personally don't know anyone that has ever done this. Not no. that I like know lots of people. But if you are a listener <laughs> who has done this, we definitely want to hear about your experience. So leave us a message and let us know about where you did it and how the process was and We'd love to know more. But I personally don't know anyone. I could maybe see myself doing this. I do have tattoos. I love tattoos. So that could be something cool. But I guess I guess I would also, like I think about my dad. And he was mortified when I got tattoos. You know, just like, <laughs> oh my God. You just, you're ruining your body and you're putting these yeah. things on forever. So I don't know how he would feel if I was like, And when you die, I'm going to turn you into a tattoo. I don't know how he would feel about that. He might have strong feelings. So I feel like it's very much, this is a great conversation piece to have with your family. If you love tattoos and you feel like you would do something to remember your loved one, open the door for the conversation. How do you feel about this? What if I memorialized you in this way? How would you feel? So I love it. That's part of our shtick, right? It's to get people to talk about, you know, planning and final disposition and all of that good stuff. So I think this is another, you know, fun thing. Bring it up at the next holiday party. <laughs> After next Thanksgiving. <laughs> you, totally. It's going to be a great table conversation. <laughs> fun. Okay, cool. I'm excited to talk to her. All right. Well, let's, uh, let's move into it without further delay. Okay. How are you? 
I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good. Thank you so much for taking the time to join us today. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me. I don't know what the correct terminology is. So maybe we start there. It's our tattoos with cremated ashes. Are they referred to as remembrance tattoos or kind of what is, I guess, how are they branded, I guess would be the question. That is a good question. Um, Honestly, I don't know if there's a specific correct term for it, but I just call them cremation tattoos or ash tattoos. And I, I don't know. I feel like I was, I was posting a bit saying ash tattoos. And I think people were a little confused on what kind of ash I was putting in the ink. So I started calling them cremation tattoos. And actually, I want to kind of coin the phrase of a cremorial tattoo. So it's like, oh, I love that. Yeah, because it's a memorial piece, you know, to whoever, you know, your loved one that's passed. So I don't know, I'm gonna, I'm trying it, (laughs) throwing it out there. I like that. Yeah, I like that. That's what we will refer to them as during this episode. And then maybe it'll catch on. Oh, I love it. I love it. That's awesome. Okay, so let's walk through the process of a cremorial tattoo. Okay, so I guess when somebody asks me to do a cremorial tattoo for them, (laughs) I have them bring the ashes to my facility and I just always ask them to at least have them in some kind of like bag of some sort or you know something sometimes people have never opened theirs and they'll bring the full container and then it'll have the sealed pouch of cremation ashes in there and so we kind of break it open when they arrive and this part can be definitely emotional for people and so some people ask me to actually take the ashes out but I always encourage people to do it themselves because I I do think that this is a really good coping way for people that are grieving and so I do like to have them do it so I have them put on gloves and we just try to make it as sanitary of a process as possible so I have them take like a single use tongue depressor and they can scoop the ashes out of the ink and I put it on the actual tray. And yeah, I kind of sift through the ashes to get, because if, if you've seen ashes before, cremation ashes, they, they're kind of all different sizes. There's like really fine powder and then there's also some like bigger chunks and stuff and so I sift through that and I try to get the really fine powder and I really only use between like three and five grains of actual powder from the pouch it's such a small small amount because more than anything it's it's about you know the sediment so then I have them put the ashes in the ink so I have them have gloves on and then I have them tap in the the ashes in the ink. And yeah, that's pretty much the whole process. We put the remainder of stuff that I didn't use back into the original container, just so I'm not throwing away ashes. I did a tattoo for my dad and I definitely threw his ashes in the trash. It kind of felt weird about it. So yeah. 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 (laughs) He wouldn't care. He would think it was funny, but (laughs) not everybody feels that way about it. So 
I try to just be really cautious with people's emotions and stuff during the process. How did you even get started with even doing your first one? Did someone ask you if that would be possible or you just kind of wanted to do it for yourself for with your dad's stuff or you had done it before that? Yeah. So it was actually before my dad even passed, uh, I was doing a, I was actually in the middle of a memorial tattoo for a guy that his dog had passed away. And he's telling me about the story and it was really emotional for him. And he, and he said that his, his dog was cremated. And like I said, you know, he hadn't even opened the container yet. It was like, it was really heavy for him. And so he's, he's talking about this and I had remembered that this was a possibility. I mean, this is, I'm not the first person that's done this. I didn't, you know, make this up. It's, it's something that's been done for centuries through many different cultures, but and it's not super popular to do in the United States, but it is done. So I knew it was possible. So I looked it up and I mean, it was, it was pretty basic internet instructions of like, take ash out of bag, put in ink. So yeah, I, you know, I've, I've kind of adopted my own uh, version of that to make sure that I'm being really safe. But yeah, we put, we put the ashes in the ink and it just made it so much more special for that process. And I became friends with him later. And he would always talk about like, yeah, my, my dog's ashes are in this tattoo. And, <laughs> you know, it was just, it was really cool. And I, I kind of fell in love with the, with the process and just providing that for people. I think that's really cool to have something that is so personal because a tattoo is already personal, obviously mm -hmm. of like whatever you like. And this is just like next level, you know, yeah. personal. It is really personal and it's definitely not something for everyone. This is actually a pretty controversial thing that I'm doing. And that's why I do also like to provide it. Even I do get some backlash for it. Why is that? The biggest reason is there are people that will say it's an unsanitary process because you are taking something and putting something else in the ink you know it's it's through the process you could say that it was that it's like more of an uncontrolled environment even though I mean if we really look at the cremation process and the fact that they're run at such high heat it's about 1400 to 1600 degree Fahrenheit so nothing can live in there even if there are like any chemicals through the embalming process, if they end up embalming them, which isn't super likely, but none of that survives in that high of heat. But there are some people that would say that it's, you know, you are taking a foreign substance and putting it in the ink. You know, it's, there is that, but it just depends on who you talk to. And if some people have some of just their own personal beliefs, whether it's religious beliefs or what, what have you, it just doesn't agree with everybody. And it's not something that's really popular. So I think when you first hear about it, I think it's easy to discount pretty quickly as something that's like gross or like, why would you ever do that? Or that kind of thing. But I mean, I do get a lot of love for it as well. Exactly. And I think that it depends on if I feel like a lot of these people and a lot of these jobs that we've talked to, it depends on if you've lost a person that's significant mm -hmm. in your life. You know, like if you haven't, I don't think people can wrap their brain around something. And I couldn't really too much 
even before I lost my mom, you know, and then once you lose your, a person, then the things that sound really weird and you think you would never do or even consider don't sound so weird anymore, you know, that's to so me. That's so true. Yeah, that's very true. And I, I do, I do like that, that statement. Cause I always thought it was a really cool thing, but after losing my dad and, and being able to do that with my dad's ashes, it was like, it, it wouldn't have even mattered if somebody had said, Oh, well, you're at higher risk for blah, blah, blah. It was like, I I'll take the risk. And then you already get people that already freak out over tattoos, just basic general tattoos exactly. that are, so I don't yeah. think this is too far off myself. That's just my opinion, but yeah. <laughs> And it really, and there's so much information out there of just things that aren't, aren't true that just get spread around. Like that when people are cremated, they put more than one person or they don't clean out the cremation facilities. And so you get other people's ashes and that, and it's like, no, that's not, that's not true. I've talked to people that have worked at mortuaries because of course I need to debunk all of this stuff for my own <laughs> personal uh <laughs> yeah I don't I don't want to be harming anyone or giving anyone any misinformation but these are just things that are just kind of said by one person and then it's just spread just spreads like wildfire so yeah like it sounds it sounds like it could be true but I don't think that's just right. not how it works <laughs> yeah exactly yeah and I've seen the battles between people on social media and there's one person that's worked in the cremation department for years and years. And then there's another person that's trying to like fight with them about yeah. what they do yeah. for a living. And it's like, well, I don't know. I don't feel like you really know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They just read their opinion and they read it on the internet. And they, so it has to be true, you know, yeah, God forbid. Totally. <laughs> yeah. And I, I feel like, gosh, at, at, at any point I had really seen some information or read something or had a personal experience with somebody being negatively affected by these ash tattoos, a hundred percent, we're not doing them anymore. But I think I did the first one three years ago and I've done countless at this point. I've never had anyone have an issue with them. They've healed fine. They're fine. When you mix it in with the ink, it, it's just in the ink. It's not like it's chunks and the ink absorbs it, I'm assuming. Yeah. And, and there is some debate about that, right? So that the really fine powder that I put in there is, like you said, absorbed into the ink and just dissolves into it. The rest, anything that's heavier or that's not going to dissolve because it's too big, just sits at the bottom of the ink cap. And like I said, it's such a such a small amount. It's really more than anything. It's the gesture. It's just knowing that a little bit is in there. Yeah, exactly. A little bit of your pet or your person that yeah. is kind of in your tattoo, which makes it more personal for the person. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, it's I feel like if I was putting a bunch in there, I'd change the texture of the ink or something, there might be some concern. But yeah. Because it's not even affecting color or anything like that, right? No. Oh my gosh. No, not at all. No. Yeah. I have one tattoo that I did that I put my dad's ashes in and I did it myself along with other tattoos that are sitting right next to it on my arm. And you can't tell the color difference. You would never be able to pick out which one I had put ashes in. And it heals just like a normal tattoo process too, right? It's not like it's longer, shorter, anything like that. 
Yeah. So that's actually an, an interesting question just based on the style of tattoos that I do. I do all machine-free tattooing. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So it's all, I mean, there's many different ways that you could say that. There's hand poke, stick and poke, prison tattoos, whatever <laughs> you call it. Can you explain that process a little bit for us, Kat, for those who aren't familiar with that? Yeah, absolutely. So there's several ways that it can be done. And if you, if you tell somebody that you got a stick and poke tattoo, most likely they're going to be thinking that their friend took a sewing needle and some <laughs> and stabbed a little smiley face into your skin. That's considered a stick and poke tattoo. But what I do is I actually have tattoo needles. So the same ones they use in a machine, but I just use the needle and I wrap the needle with a tongue depressor and it's called Coban tape, but it's that kind of medical tape that's stretchy. I wrap the needle around the tongue depressor just so I have a little bit more of like a grip rather than just using the needle. And I just, I dot by dot make tattoos. So it's obviously a slower process, but you're able to get these really organic looking unique tattoos. And my goal is always to make it look like it was done with a machine. I'm looking at a couple of your Instagram posts. I'm watching you oh, do nice. a couple. It, it's it's so crazy. They're beautiful. Oh, thank you. <laughs> They're so like delicate. Oh, thank you. Yeah, that's what I like about them. And it kind of brings back the question of you were asking about the healing process specifically with cremation tattoos, but the healing process with the tattoos that I do is much quicker than a machine. So it really is hard to say on whether an ash tattoo affects the healing process because stick and poke or the style that I do, the tattoos heal much quicker anyways. That makes sense. Yeah, exactly. So you don't know if it would be this... Same as if it were the machine to this. Yes, exactly. Okay. Yeah, I'm watching you do the stick and poke and that's crazy. It's insane how beautiful and detailed you get too. Oh gosh, that means a lot. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> it's so cool. Thank you. Yeah, they're really fun and just provides another different kind of experience for people, especially with the cremation tattoos. It's such an intimate uh, moment. And it's even more so with hand poke tattoos because you don't have the buzzing in the ear and it's a much longer process and it's a much more tedious process. So you have that, that engagement with the person that you're tattooing and vice versa. There's a lot more connection between those two people. Yeah. I'm watching the one right now where she put her ashes of her husband, Jim, in, and it was this handwriting that you put on her yeah. arm. Oh, man. Yeah, it says love you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's really cool. Yeah, that one was that one was really sweet. And man, there's some of them that are just so heartbreaking. I've done people getting their children's ashes and they're very heavy sessions a lot of the times. It looks like your studio is quiet and personal too, though. So that's yeah. really neat for that sort of environment. Absolutely. And I really do think that's the best way to get a cremorial tattoo <laughs> would be in a private situation. So I do have a private studio. So yeah, there's nobody coming in or disturbing that time. And if you want to cry, you can cry. If you want to tell stories about them, it's a really nice, safe environment. I feel like that would be the best place for that. 
Is there an advantage to the hand poke tattoos versus the machine? What makes that a more desirable or in your opinion, maybe better experience? Does it, aside from just how it's applied, is there any other benefits as to how deep the color goes or how long they stay more colorful or anything like that? Yeah. So I would say other than just the the healing process being like a big, big thing for people, especially if they've gotten a lot of machine tattoos. And it really is such a huge difference. It's three weeks with a healing with a machine tattoo, and then sometimes less than a week with these wow. with these hand tattoos. Yeah, so it really is a huge difference. And also the the healing process, because it is so much quicker, it means that it's going through less stages. So the likelihood of it being really scabby or bleeding or getting really dry and itchy and all of that stuff is that process, if it even goes through those stages, is much quicker. So generally, I don't know the exact science behind it, but just from doing it and I've also practiced with the machine before and just the difference between doing dot by dot into your skin versus dragging a needle across your skin. When you're doing that dragging motion, you're creating a wound. It's a lot more traumatizing to your skin. So I'm able to go at a harsher angle than a machine, just the nature of it. And I'm able to get the ink underneath the skin without actually going too deep. That really, I feel like is the main benefit. Another thing is because it is so much gentler. I don't know if you've seen tattoos that with the term like blown out. So when I've seen it more, I feel like with machine than with hand poke tattoos where the machine goes too deep, the ink starts to spread underneath the skin because it's gone through so many layers of skin and you get that kind of like cloudy outline around the tattoo. and it just makes the tattoo look kind of blurry and then also scarring and things like that. And that's just much more likely with a machine tattoo versus hand poke. I do a lot of finger tattoos. So I just call them like finger decorations, like little dots, <laughs> you know, yeah. bars and things like that that people like to get. And I feel like those are really done nicely with hand poke because the chances of them getting blown out are much less and with fingers it's really easy to blow out tattoos so yeah I don't know if you've seen tattoos on fingers and they just they look really fuzzy and you can't really tell like what it says or anything yeah yours are really delicate because I was thinking about at work I don't always like wearing my ring and Mm -hmm. I and yours are very like delicate looking to wear because the ones that I've seen some of them are just a little more like masculine looking because they're totally. a little thicker, I guess, yeah, is the very word. Very heavy. Yeah, very heavy. That is a good word for it because I do kind of feel like they are more feminine, the style that I do for sure. It is definitely more light and dainty. Kat, do you know if there's any sort of studies on if the ashes just sit on top of the skin? I'm assuming they just get absorbed in. Is there any kind of studies on that? Not that I know of. I've done some research, but like I said earlier, a lot of this is just hearsay. So it really depends on the source and who you talk to. And there are actually facilities that will infuse ashes into ink, which is kind of a cool process. And they say that it's very sanitary and, and all of that. And I'm assuming that there probably is a lot more ash in the ink, but 
I'm assuming that it would just kind of dissolve into the ink and that's what you're left with. And you can mix it with any color. There's no restriction on that. No, personally, I only do black ink tattoos. I've used red occasionally, but actually I've had more issues with like red ink than I have with doing ash tattoos. So (laughs) I just stick with black ink, but it would be the same with color tattoos versus um, using black. And what about, you may not know the answer to this, but there should not be a difference between fire cremation or water cremation tattoos, right? In terms of like the ashes. Yeah. You know what? That's so cool that you brought that up because I, I feel like a lot of people don't know about aquamation, but actually my dad was, went through that process. We did aquamation with him. Oh, amazing. Yeah. And that's, that's so cool that you brought that up actually. Cause it wasn't even, he was in Washington state. It wasn't even legal when he passed away, he passed away in 2020. So it was legalized in Oregon. And so they were able to ship him there and do the aquamation process that way. Amazing. Yeah, I know. And actually on that site that I went through, or I guess this particular company that I did the aquamation through, they had suggested on their website, one of the things that you could do was put these ashes in tattoos. So it would be the same. I haven't had any issues with my dad's. That's a great question. (laughs) Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Do you know, in terms of regulation, is this allowed in all of the states, some of the states, or is it really just kind of dependent on if your tattoo artist is willing to do it? Right. Also a really good question. So um, if you guys want to hear a really funny story. Oh yeah. So (laughs) everything that I had read said that it was legal in California. And I'm sure there are some states that it's not legal. I I feel like the West Coast in general kind of has similar views with things. And so I feel like if you get into more rural areas or maybe, you know, Southern states or whatever, I feel like there would be some restrictions on that. As far as I knew, California, you could do cremation tattoos. It was really kind of a shop to shop basis a lot of shops if you call and you ask if they do them a lot of them will say no but a lot of private artists if you went into the shop and you said hey will you do this for me a lot of them will say yes but I think it's it's a little bit of a gray area but here's the story here's the kicker so I had one of my ash tattoo videos go viral and like I said before I got a lot of love, but a lot of hate. There was a lot of hate comments and so weird. Yeah. And it was, it was a little bit shocking because before this, I had only gotten love on these pieces. I had never heard a negative thing about it, but you know, once it goes to the whole world, I mean, it was like 16 million views or something. So once it goes to that high of a population and one person says something negative, it's like all hell breaks loose. I feel like <laughs> so, yeah. one girl went a couple steps further and she actually contacted the owner of, of the facility that I work at. And she said, Hey, you know, that your tattoo artist is doing these cremation tattoos. And the owner was like, yep, I've gotten one. She's like, you know, like, I, you know, we, yes, we know, like, she's not about it. Like, 
Uh, we're yeah. all good here. You know, we use all of the proper precautions. She's being sanitary and safe. And I've seen her do this process. And the owner is so by the way, she's never going to do anything that's putting anyone in jeopardy. She's amazing. So anyways, that the girl didn't like that answer. So she actually reported me to the health department. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah. (laughs) So what? Uh huh. Yes. Um, (laughs) how old was she? I don't, you know what? I don't know. And she actually said that she had lived in California doing tattoos at one point. And she was very sure that I wasn't able to do them. And so they come in, of course, I'm so nervous. Nobody wants to be dealing with the health department. Exactly. The lady was so sweet. And at first she was like, oh, I don't know. I, this doesn't seem right. She had never heard of it. And so I sat down with her and was like, okay, I'll respect that if it's illegal or if you feel like this is an unsafe thing to do, but can we talk about it? Cause I'm really curious and I really want to know like what your thoughts are on it. And so we did, she was there for about an hour or so. And she had talked to three other people in her department and they went through their giant rule book looking to see if I can legally do this. And they came up with, there's nothing saying that you cannot do this. There's nothing saying that you can't, as long as you're using commercial grade ink, that's legal, then there's nothing saying that you can't put anything or mix anything into the ink and put it in the tattoo. So long story short, that was a really good experience because after getting all of those comments and you wonder like, oh my gosh, am I doing something that's wrong? Or am I like harming people? But to get the AOK from the health department, you're like, yeah, I'm good. You know, we do stuff every day that risky to some people and not to others. If you don't want to do it, then you don't have to do it. I'm not saying that you have to, but it is your choice. It's your body. If you want to do that, then I provide that. But the same goes for traditional tattoos. Some people flip out and it's the worst thing ever. And you know what? You are putting your body more at risk of getting a tattoo than if you aren't going to get a tattoo because you are creating a wound. You are inviting the possibility for infection or whatever. It depends on when you leave the facility, how are you going to take care of it? And is the facility that you're getting this tattoo in, is it sanitary and all of that? So it's like you do your research and you make sure that people are doing their due diligence. And yeah, and it's like you said, people do tend to not like the idea of (laughs) of getting a tattoo in general. So there's so many different reasons to get tattoos and different belief systems around it. I feel like it's actually weirder if you don't have a tattoo now (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) exactly it's kind of it's switched quite a bit (laughs) mario got it you got another question no i think kat answered all of them it's a fairly straightforward process i think it's a beautiful thing that you're offering for people i think there is a lot of healing that can come from an experience like that so i appreciate you taking the risk and dealing with the internet karens to offer that to people (laughs) truly oh yeah well i appreciate being able to do it and that people trust me with the process too it was such a healing thing to do with my dad and i actually told him that i was going to do this and he thought it was awesome he just thought it was the coolest thing and he had a really interesting views around death and things like that so it wasn't ever a really sensitive subject so it was just kind of fun to to talk to him about it and 
and be like, yeah, like you're just going to be in this tattoo now. And he loved crows. And so I got this big crow on my back and got his ashes in it. And he would love it. I love that. Yeah. I actually gave him um, a little crow tattoo on his ankle before he died. It was (laughs) yeah, his first and only tattoo he got. He was 80 years old. I love that. Nikki, should we segue over to just a couple fun questions and then we can let Kat get on with the day? Sure. Okay, go for it. Okay, I always like to ask this one. What is something that you collect? (laughs) (laughs) They're really hard questions. Oh, man, that's such a good question. Can I have two answers? (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Um, Okay, uh, cowboy boots, 100%. Well, just boots in general. I have an obscene amount of boots. Like, it's, it's... It's embarrassing how many boots. <laughs> um, I would definitely say that. And then I would say I do collect like things with wheels. I have three motorcycles. I have a school bus and I have a truck and I don't know. What? It, it keeps going. They keep appearing in my garage. So <laughs> I was going to say, where do you put all this stuff? Oh, man. My, my school bus is in uh, Ramona, actually. Uh, okay the trucks with me it's my she's my little daily driver and then the motorcycles are in a little garage actually I've got really lucky with this beach apartment and it has a garage so those are all stuffed in yeah (laughs) nice (laughs) (laughs) if you are going to pick your last meal what are you gonna have wow okay last meal probably sushi honestly like a, like a bunch of extra pickled ginger because it's like my absolute favorite thing. Yeah, I would just say a whole platter of sushi in any form other than uni because it's just disgusting to me, but everything else I love. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> probably that. Yeah, I love so. it. Are you having a cocktail? What are you having to drink? Are we having dessert? Oh, yeah. Okay. I don't know. Maybe some sort of mocktail. I actually don't drink. So like some fun and fruity pineapple, something with pineapple and ginger or something. Yum. (laughs) Sounds delicious. Yeah. And then, wow, dessert. I would say probably just straight up a mango. Okay. Yeah. And so my last question would be, if you were to give advice to your 20 year old self hoping that she would listen what would you tell her oh man she wouldn't listen for sure oh, but they never will they, but yeah for sure you know what just keep going <laughs> push yeah. through yeah push through and just trust yourself go with your gut yeah I just I think I spent so much time just worrying about everybody else and people's opinions and what I should do with my life and and who I should be and just not listening to myself. I think the path that I took brought me to where I'm at. I'm super grateful for it, but I, I definitely sure there was some speed bumps. I didn't need to trudge over. You know? Sure. So. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's good advice. All right. Well, thank you for talking with us. Yeah. Oh thank you, Kat. Yeah. It was such a pleasure. Oh my gosh, definitely. Yeah. You guys are so great. Thank you for having me and asking me to do this. I'm super honored. I've been really excited to to talk to you guys about this just because it's, it's such an interesting subject that most people don't really know about. Absolutely. We love to spread as many options for memorial type actions and end of life options because 
there's not a lot of discussion about it. So if we can, you know, put a little spotlight on it, we love to do it. Oh my gosh. I seriously love what you guys are doing is I think, especially in the United States, we're not really equipped to talk about death. So I'm glad that you're opening those doors for people because it needs to be talked about. It's like, it's unavoidable. Why are we so afraid? Yeah. You know, (laughs) like, I know. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. So it's amazing. You guys are, yeah, you're doing good stuff. It's really cool. Thank you. We appreciate that. And we appreciate you. So thank you again. Thank you so much. Have a good day. Bye. Bye. Okay. You know what time it is. Would, let's do it two different ways. A, would you do the job? And then B, would you get a tattoo? A cremorial tattoo? I would totally do that. Yeah. But I have a feeling my mom wouldn't be down with it. So probably not them, but they're, I'm the only person in my family. Yeah. My whole entire family that has a tattoo. So I don't think they would be like, cool. Yeah, maybe because I'm the only person. So I feel like that's maybe if everybody had them, then they'd be like, yeah, do it. But yeah, I don't know, but I would do it and I would want to do my mom, but I feel like she'd rather be a diamond. You know what I mean? I mean, 100% yeah. Barb's a diamond. Yeah. For so sure. I feel like she'd rather be a diamond and then someone else I could do a tattoo. But yeah, no, I would do- totally do it. And would you do the job? Would you be a tattoo artist who specializes in this field? No, I couldn't do that because I feel like I just am not skilled like that. But I mean, it's beautiful. Her her page is beautiful, beautiful stuff. It's so delicate. It really is. It's really neat. I mean, again, hand poked. I didn't realize that people were practicing this medium outside of prisons. And I don't mean that in a mean or way. Or even like I'm other countries. Like- I thought every, yeah, I thought everybody used machines. Yeah. So that's probably, tattoo people are probably rolling their eyes at me about how ignorant <laughs> I am. And I totally own it. I really thought everybody used machine. So the fact that hers are essentially freehand and just like individual it's insane if you haven't checked out her page I highly recommend it because it's gorgeous I would love to get a tattoo right I was thinking the same thing because it's Mm. just so just petite and neat I don't know I really like I thought it was insane how she could do that with like the hand poking and and make it look so delicate it's insane but it's gorgeous. Yeah, it really is. I mean, this is where it's like truly, truly an art form. And you have so much respect for the people that do this. I, I can't draw. I don't think <laughs> I'm artistic. I couldn't even follow like a straight line, probably. So I would mess these up horribly. You know, applaud her tremendously. Right? No, I think this is one that you're going to have to leave it to the professionals. And I think it's really neat. I would totally do a dog cremation. You know what I mean? Like do my dogs in there because, you know, I love my pups. But you do. You do. Yeah. I feel like they wouldn't judge me about it. So I'll throw the pups in there. But it's really neat. I really liked it. Love it. I think it's a beautiful, I guess. I don't know. It almost feels kind of like a ritual is being performed in some weird way. I don't know if you felt no, that No, I way. did. But it just feels like a, or like a ceremony yeah. maybe is a better word. But it just felt like such a beautiful moment to be able to have that and then to have it preserved forever as your memory, living memory, if you will, on your body. It's just really cool. Um, I definitely agree. I don't think it's for everybody. I I totally understand that because you kind of have to be a tattoo person or not. Like I don't see somebody who's not into tattoos being like, yes, 
I'm all in. So I think it it is, you know, dependent on where you kind of stand on that. But I think it's wonderful. I think it's amazing that she offers that. I think that she sets up a private space and her studio is incredible. I think she's really honoring people's loved ones. And I appreciate that she's out there and, and she's putting herself out there and opening herself up to ridicule and negative, you know, comments. And that's hard to do. And I respect that she continues to do it and shows up for people that she doesn't know, you know, and gives them the space to grieve and heal. Yeah. I thought it was cool. And I thought, yeah, it was, I thought it was healing. Yeah. It's probably really healing for the person. A hundred percent. Like part of the whole like ritual process, like part of their grieving process, probably. Because I know when I have even my animals and obviously my family, when they're, when they got cremated and it comes back, you just feel so much better. Like they're at their home or they're like with you. I don't know. It's weird, but you just feel so much better, I think. And then it probably just carries into that. Like if this is your thing, then that just probably feels even more like that. You know, like they're always with you or something. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's beautiful that it's like such a tiny, tiny, tiny amount that you can still go do any of the other things that you were wanting to do. Spread their ashes, turn them into diamonds, all the other endless opportunities that there are available to do with cremated ashes. And I hope we cover some more because there are so many cool things that you can do these days. So yeah, it's not going to stop you from being able to participate in any of those other options either, because it is such a small amount. Exactly. Well, as always, until next week, thank you everybody for listening and showing up and being here with us this week. We're excited to be back. We'll be back next week. Don't forget, if you're enjoying the episode, hit that subscribe button and share with a friend while you're, that's your one goal for the week share the podcast with a friend. We'd really appreciate it. And we'll see you next week. Okay. Bye. Thank you so much for listening and supporting us. We do encourage you to follow us at Instagram at Body to Burial. Hit us up on Twitter at Body to Burial. And you guessed it, you can send us an email to hello at bodytoburial.com. If you have any guest suggestions, just let us know. Please hit the subscribe button or follow button on whatever app you are listening to. Thanks so much, guys. See you next time.